You are listening to RudolfSteinerAudio.com. If you are listening to the podcast of this, it is located at RudolfSteiner.Podbean.com. Please consider becoming a patron. As well, there are two publishing houses, SteinerBooks.org in America and RudolfSteinerPress.com in England, which are the sole publishers of Steiner into English and have given me permission to do these recordings. Please consider patronizing them as well. This is a reading of Collected Works, Volume 88, by Rudolf Steiner, translated by James Hines, uh, entitled Concerning the Astral World and Devacon. This is Lecture 21.7, the seventh lecture in the fourth set, uh, entitled Cosmology, According to Genesis, given in Berlin on December 8, 1903. The first two chapters of Genesis can be better understood when we call to mind the various things that we have already discussed. The first chapter presents the evolution of our planet through the first three earth rounds, up to the fourth round, up to the moment when the human being was created. It closes then with the creation of the human being. Right there where the human being of the fourth round in the third root race first enters into incarnation. The Mosaic Genesis and Greek mythology present this in a very similar fashion. It is more clearly expressed in Greek mythology, which tells us of the three streams from the three Logoi, Uranus, Kronos, and Zeus. At the beginning of our earth evolution, Uranus represents the first Logos, which altogether brings forth the first separation from the undifferentiated condition that was present in the preceding Pralaya. Uranus was the being driving this forward. His opposite was Gaia. The origin of this earthly planet is rooted in them. Uranus is then in connection with Gaia, the creative force. One could then say, quote, in the beginning were Uranus and Gaia, close quote. The second stream is the stream of soul, Kronos, who represents the purely psychic aspect of the soul. Then begins what is characterized as the pilgrimage of the soul, the union with Zeus, the god of Kama Manas. And how does this read in Genesis? Quote, in the beginning God created heaven and earth, and the earth was desolate and empty, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God hovered over the waters. Genesis 1, 1 and 2. Close quote. Th- that is the Arupa condition. It still has no form. Quote, and God spoke, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Then God separated the light from the darkness, and called the light day, and the darkness night. That was evening, and that was morning, the first day. Genesis 1, 3 through 5, close quote. This is the first form, the beginning Rupa condition. The second globe is present. Quote, and God spoke, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and thus the waters were separated. Then God made the firmament and separated the waters that were under the firmament from the waters above the firmament. And it happened thus. And God called the firmament heaven. And there was evening and there was morning the second day. Genesis 1, 6 through 8, close quote. Water always means astral matter when it is spoken of in Genesis. 
quote, And God spoke, Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together in special places, so that one can see what is dry. And it was so. And God named the dry land earth, and the waters that had been gathered together he called sea. And God saw that it was good. And God spoke, Let the earth bring forth grass and vegetation, putting forth seeds and fruitful trees, bearing fruit in which is their seed, each according to its kind on the earth. And it happened that way. And the earth brought forth grass and vegetation with seeds, each according to its kind, and trees bearing fruit in which is their kind. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening and morning the third day. Genesis 1, 9-13 This was the time when the plant kingdom came into existence. Earlier the plant kingdom was a surging, confusing jumble. Separated individual plants did not exist. For this reason each is to have its own seed according to its kind. Only now are individualized plants emerging. Quote, and God spoke, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens, which separate day and night, and give signs, seasons, days, and years. And it happened that way. And God made two great lights, a great light that rules the day, and a small light that rules the night. And he made the stars also. And God set them in the firmament of the heavens, so they could shine on the earth and rule day and night, and separate light from darkness. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening and morning, the fourth day. Genesis 1, 14-19 This is the astral world, the third globe, the ocean of stars, the symbol for astral existence. Now we come to the actual earth globe. Here matter was gradually formed. At first etheric matter was formed. During the first two epochs we are at first dealing with etheric matter, it was condensed during the third root race, during the Lemurian age. At the same time, a condensation of matter was taking place, so that during the Lemurian age, we have a physical materiality constantly becoming denser. Quote, and God spoke, Let the waters be stirred by living, weaving animals, and let birds fly above the earth, across the firmament of the heavens. And God created the whales and all kinds of animals that live and weave, so that the water is stirred, each according to its kind, and all kinds of feathered birds, each according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them and spoke, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the sea, and let birds multiply on earth. And there was evening and there was morning the fifth day. Genesis 1, 20 through 23, close quote. That is not the animal kingdom that natural history tells us of. Rather, it is what can be found in the second part of the title Secret Doctrine by Blavatsky and in the Zan verses. Quote, and God spoke, Let the earth bring forth living creatures, each according to its kind, cattle, creeping things, and animals on earth, each according to its kind. Thus it happened. And God made the animals on the earth, each according to its kind, and cattle according to their kind, and all kinds of creeping, crawling things on earth according to their kind. And God saw that it was good. Genesis 1, 24-25, close quote. 
God created the separateness of the animals, whereas earlier they were surging and weaving in an unseparated mass together. Quote, and God spoke, Let us make the human beings in our own image, after our likeness, and let them have rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created the human being in his own image. In the image of God he created him. Genesis 1, 26 and 27, close quote. And God created him male-female. That means without sex, quote. And God blessed them and spoke to them. Be fruitful and multiply and fill up the earth and make it subject to you and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over every living thing that crawls on the earth. Genesis 1.28 Multiply in a non-sexual way, not through reproduction, but rather simply through coming forth from one another, as in the astral realm. Quote, and God looked upon all that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning, the sixth day. Genesis 1.31 This is the point in time when the third root race of the fourth round begins, the third chief epoch of the earth. Quote, Thus the heavens and the earth with their entire host were completed. And so on the seventh day God finished his work which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. And God blessed the seventh day and hallowed it. Genesis 2, 1 through 3, close quote. He rested means that he had now handed over the task to humanity. Before he had evoked all that was to be stimulated from within. Now the cosmic Whitsun festival took place. The spirits were sunk down into matter and began their work. Quote, because on it God rested from all his work which he had done in creation. Thus heaven and earth were made, which were created at the time when God the Lord made heaven and earth. And all kinds of trees in the field were not yet on earth, and all kinds of plants on the field had not yet grown. For the Lord God had not yet caused it to rain on the earth, and there was not human being to till the ground. But a mist went up from the earth and watered the whole face of the land. Then the Lord God made the human being from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and he became a living soul. Genesis 2, 3-7, Now the human being was present. Quote, and the Lord God planted a garden in Eden toward morning and set the human being therein whom he had formed. And out of the ground God the Lord caused all kinds of trees to grow that were pleasant to look at and good to eat, and the tree of life in the middle of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Genesis 2, 8 and 9. Close quote. Here is described the transition from the etheric races to the physical races. These physical races are being put together from four sides, from east, west, south, north, and from the four elements that correspond to the abilities of the soul spirit. The tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil are a picture for the higher life that the human being had united with. Quote, and a river flowed out of Eden to water the garden and was separated into four parts. The first part 
is called Paishan, which flows around the entire country of Havala, where there is gold. And the gold of that land is precious, and one finds there bdellium and onyx. Genesis 2, 10-12. The other waters are called Gihon, Tigris, and Euphrates. The four rivers are symbols of the four astral forms of matter that flow together. In the language of esotericism, water always means the astral realm, and gold always symbolizes the spiritual. Onyx is the symbol for matter that sinks down the deepest. Onyx is the symbol for how what is living must be transformed before it can be taken up onto a higher principle. What is living, prana, must go through a condition of purification. This is characterized as the onyx condition. Also in Goethe's fairy tale we find the transformation of mopsis into an onyx. Quote, And the Lord God took the human being and set him into the garden of Eden to till and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the human being, saying, You may freely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat it you shall die. And God the Lord spoke, It is not good that the human being should be alone. I will make a helper fit for him. Genesis 2.15-18 Now the fourth round begins. Before it there was a short pralaya. When the fourth round begins, first the etheric human races come to an end. The first born of the fourth round is the human being. And what comes into existence now does so through human beings. It is a product of decadence. It decays. Quote, so God the Lord formed from the ground every kind of animal in the field and every kind of bird under the heavens and brought them to the human being for him to name them. For as the human being would name every kind of living animal, so they would be called. And the human being gave every kind of cattle and bird under the heavens and animal in the field its name. But no helper was found for the human being that was fit for him. Then God the Lord caused a deep sleep to come upon the human being, and he fell asleep. Genesis 2.19-21 Sleep here signifies a transition that we must understand very exactly. Imagine a light in the middle of a space that is reflected back in the most varied way all around it. Imagine that the light in the middle is extinguished and the outer lights continue to shine. So is the sinking of manas into the bodies that now begin to shine from within when manas ceases to illuminate human beings from outside. Dream consciousness forms the transition between radiance from within and the vanishing of light from without. Sexuality is the opposite pole of kamamanas, just as the South Pole is the opposite pole of the North Pole. Quote, so the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the human being, and while he slept, took one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. And God the Lord fashioned a woman from the rib that he had taken from the human being and took her to him. Then the human being spoke, This is finally bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken from man. For this reason a man will leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and they will be one flesh. Genesis 2, 21-24, close quote. 
Each human being leaves its father and mother, that is, it leaves what had made him or her before. The Egyptian secret teachings are contained in the first two chapters of Genesis. Moses was initiated in Egypt. He then brought this mystery teaching with him and gave it to his people. The end of Lecture 21.7